and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy, and with me as always is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Well, we just watched uh, the 21st episode of Ultraman Jeed, Pega Runs Away From Home. Or what was it? it was no, it was Pega else. Runs Away From Home. I yeah, oh wow, uh, both sites yeah. are... Uh, same thing, same, same translation. Thing, yeah. Okay. Broadcast this Saturday, November 25th, 2017. Um, and uh, a, a quick... I would just like to make an aside that this entire... Plot hinges on an eight dollar clock. Yes, <laughs> it might not even be an eight dollar clock because you they found it in a second hand store. It was marked eight hundred yen. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. eight hundred yen. Okay, yeah. so it's an eight. When I saw the tag, I was like, I got to make sure I can see that tag because it <laughs> it's entirely possible that it's a lot. Like they said, it's a rare. We're getting ahead of ourselves. It's a rare clock, but. Yeah, if you can buy it for 800 yen, that's 8 bucks. That's not a rare. It's not that rare. Yeah. Now, granted, perhaps this man didn't know what he had. It was a second-hand shop. These things happen. Right. Uh, anyway, um, Pega actually accidentally breaks a rare Domshine alarm clock when he's freaked out by an earthquake. Um, yes. Which you can understand because Pega isn't... Oh, he's not an outdoorsy with. guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <coughs> and we also get to find out that the... Um, Hold on, now we gotta put my glasses on because I'm old! Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they weren't sure. Oh, yeah. The uh, Nebula House, we find out, is actually a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. And therefore shouldn't have felt the effects of the earthquake, but somehow it did. Well, no, it's fine. It was okay to feel it, but it won't be damaged. Oh, okay. It could be protected fine from, like, don't worry about it. You'll feel the tremors, but we're not in any danger. Any real danger. Okay, yeah, fair, fair enough. That's easy. Um, so, um, Leha had come in and was looking at Riku and, uh, and Pega, looking at, um, Riku's, uh, collection of Donjon merchandise. Yes. yes like, look sure. how awesome he is. Now, quite frankly, you'd think you'd be watching a video or something, but, uh, you know, whatever. That's, yeah. I'm not Japanese. Uh, well, no, I mean, nor am I a monster, so. <laughs> but if you have all of this merchandise, yeah. like you said, you think by now Pega would have seen it? But maybe not because Riku locks his door. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. well, I think how much is a locked door an obstacle to pay? To a shadow, I know. Zero. I understand that. I think I you would think he would have it up on a shelf in right. a display case, like Rem could have whipped up a nice display case for, for him. anything. For yeah, yeah, you know, shelving of some sort to yeah. put together. And, yeah. But, Okay, I don't see how Pega wouldn't have seen this stuff before. I think they were just kind of reminiscing, like, isn't this great? This clock is pretty awesome, isn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah, like, and then the earthquake happens, and Pega breaks. And Pega drops this very small plastic, yeah, battery-operated clock. Very obviously plastic battery-operated clock. Oh, yeah. 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 It is no different than any clock you can get in Chinatown that has an anime character on the face of it and runs off a double-A battery. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, Riku flips the hell out. Right. Like, like 
crazy belligerent Riku. And you're sitting there going, wait a minute, it's a stupid plastic alarm clock. Right. Why are you going so crazy? Right. Well, it's rare and it's my treasure and it's this and that. And like, dude, as a guy who collected toys, I get things break. Seeing that when something that you treasure breaks, uh, especially if some dope is mishandling it. But that is not the case of this. He was scared. It was a tremor. Yeah, it was an actual earthquake. Yeah. And you would think in Japan, again, this is my crazy mind, in Japan there's earthquakes all the time. Maybe he might be used to it, but as we'll get to... Also, giant monsters tunneling under the earth. Might also create earthquakes. Yeah. Maybe a train or two here or there that go under the earth, but okay. Also, how often do they have to rebuild subway tunnels? Oh, all the time. Just, <laughs> all oh, God. Guys are trounced. It's, it's crazy. It's all over the place. Um, so he, they start arguing, and uh, Riku overreacts like hugely, and uh, tells Peg, "Oh, you think you can do whatever you want? You can you do what you need to do. You can't do anything without me." And he was like, oh, "I can too." He's like, "Yeah, prove it." So Peg moves out. Right. Um, bringing nothing. Yeah, I mean, like it would have been nice to see him with a backpack, a backpack or a of bindle. some sort, change of clothes, with a bindle on it. Come on, <laughs> he could have gone super old school, and he could have been had the hobo, the hobo bindle, maybe a hat with the top or on. anything, anything, <laughs> just to show, you know, he's really not going to be in a house for more than a couple hours. Although maybe it's one of those things where you're like, I quit a job once and forgot my keys. And had to walk back. So I had to go back in. I just sat back down and started working. And I was like, yeah, I forgot my keys. I'm good. And I started working again. Not a word was said. <laughs> no, nothing. No, nothing. It was a horrible two days. I was just having two bad days. Just crisis after crisis. The network would go down. And this was happening. And I'm like, all right, we're trying to trying to fix this. And somebody said, oh, Hey, Rich, uh, so-and-so's on the phone, and she says if she if you don't talk to her and get this problem fixed, she's going to talk to the president. And I was like, you know what? F all y'all. And I had two giant stacks of papers in my hands, and I threw them up in oh, the air. Oh, that's fantastic. And walked out the door. And then I got to my car, and, realized you and I was like, I don't have my keys. <laughs> oh, that's not cool. So then I had to go back upstairs, and I walked in, and everybody looked where I was like, down on my keys, and I sat down and just proceeded to get back to work, and not a word was said. Yeah, because I mean, at that point, everybody can say, "Okay, he blew up. He's fine now. Yeah, yeah. It's a five-minute interval in the time of walking out and walking back. He's fine. He got it off his system." Yeah, everybody was like, real quiet when I walked in. I was like, yeah, there are no keys. Then now again, couldn't really go anywhere. So yeah, yeah, like I was so mad. And, uh, but yeah, so that's how, that was me quitting a job for 11 seconds. And I would have done it too if I had my if keys. If you had the keys with you, you would have been If gone. I had those keys, I would have left that day. <laughs> I'd have been like, you know what? There's other jobs. Yeah. Oh, there are so other jobs. <laughs> this was during the 90s. There were so many jobs. So many computer jobs. Oh, so many jobs. Um, so, uh, so he gets chased by a store clerk after he's, uh, he's, uh, just doing some window shopping. He buys some food. Yes. Just shoves his hand in, grabs a bag, you know. And you're sitting there going, wouldn't anybody notice, like, a hand just coming out, paying for food and walking out? No. Well, down here, you think maybe it was a little Just kid. a little kid, I guess. Whatever. It's fine. I guess. Kid wearing a black glove. Okay. Well, All right. it's brisk. Uh, sure. <laughs> in Japan, okay. It snows in Japan. No. <laughs> not a lot. It can be cold. This is not cold at the same time it's cold here. Yes. Oh, yeah, it is. You're right. And parts, parts of Japan get very cold. 
in the mountains, but sure. parts of it are just horrible. Yes. Like yes. a friend of mine went to well, uh, a friend of mine, the guy from the Kaiju Cast. Okay. Who I consider a podcast friend. Podcast friend. Yeah. There you go. Fair um, <laughs> went to Japan at one point, and he he went during like the rainy season or something. He was like, "Oh dear God! Oh, it's gotta, that's gotta be so bad." So bad. Uh, related note, guys. Hail to the King, still available on YouTube. You should watch it. This Godzilla documentary. Did we oh, not discuss this? We did, but I completely yeah. forgot. No, it's good. It. It's good. It's fun. Um, so, um, he then shows up at a secondhand store, and wouldn't you know it, there's the Dawnshine clock. Of course. And like you said, that's where the t- 800, 800, yen. 800 yen is. 800 yen. Like, I thought he was just going to be like, I've got 800 yen. My flower business is booming. Right, right. You know, like, he makes <laughs> just 50 yen a pop on the flowers, which is... Five yen. Five yen? Oh, I thought it was... Five yen. So it's a nickel. Yeah, okay. it's making a nickel a pop. Okay. He's, he's, uh... Okay. Yeah. He, you know what? It just shows the plights of immigrants in our world. <laughs> they are severely underpaid for manual labor. True, right. true. How are you supposed to have a living wage making a nickel a throw? A nickel a throw on these oh. things. Oh, God. So he's no. got, he's got, um... He's got Leto's kid working in on it, so like <laughs> he's subcontracting. You get two you yen, get two yen, and I get the other three. Yeah, that's right. And the ones you make, I you get two yen. Um, so uh, he's being he gets chased away by from the store clerk because a, a kid bumps it and knocks it off at uh, the counter. He catches it. The kid's like, "Oh, look at that, an alien!" Yeah. And his mother's like, "Oh, look at that, an alien!" And the and shopkeeper comes out. He's like, "Ah!" Exactly. The kid and the mother are like, okay, aliens are normal. The shop Not even normal. They're just like, oh, yeah, all right. It's fine. <laughs> and you sit there going, okay, that's how often that there's a tiny man sticking out of the sidewalk. Well, not just that. It's the monsters are everywhere. So yeah. you got to figure, okay, you're used to them. He's wearing and a hoodie. How bad could he be? You know, like <laughs> the shopkeeper goes crazy and you're sitting there going, dude, there's giant monsters every other week. You don't know that aliens exist by now? Okay. Right. Well, he knows, but they're terrified of him, I think is what it is. They know they exist, but they're like, generally, everyone that they've seen has been a threat. Right, but they've they don't also know about, been 35 meters tall, not... That's right. They don't know about have. AIB or any of that stuff, uh, where there, there are... Uh, friendly aliens. Friendly aliens who are like, look, we just want to hang out because your planet's nice, and we're trying to get away from the horror that is the galactic war. Right. Crisis impact, oh. et cetera, et cetera. God, no. Who knew politics were this crazy? Oh, yeah. Anyway. But anyway. Um, uh, so he, he gets chased, and then uh, the guy gets hit by some sort of little lightning bolt, the shopkeeper, and he goes, boom, tickling. Right. And we also see Leto having that happen. They were going on a little hike, and he... And he got shot. Yeah. He was also in a suit, which I thought was fine. Yeah, and you're trying <laughs> Daughter's to... Daughter's in hiking. Why there. in the world he's in a suit when he's trying to hike? But, he's okay, he's whatever. He loves being in a suit. Um <sighs> Uh, even on Casual Friday, he just wears a cheaper suit. But uh, <laughs> God no, I don't like, even think they have Casual yeah. Friday in Japan. I think it's just oh, no, I, don't think they, I don't think they do either. I don't think there's <laughs> Casual much. Um, so Pega ends up in the park and remembers the day he met Rico and they became friends. Right, which would have been six years ago. Six years show. ago, and they show the guy who plays Riku. With slightly scruffier, undone hair, right? And what could in a schoolboy outfit? In a schoolboy outfit. So therefore, you could think, ah, sure, that's six that's years. Close ago. enough to six years. And the kids, the, the, the actor who plays Riku is only twenty or nineteen. Right. And you, if it was six years, you would have noticed a huge, huge difference. But they're going on. Yeah, he's older than that. Really, he is. So six years. No, no. They're saying he's not that young. They're saying he's not that old in the show. They're like he says he's only nineteen. 
Right, but the problem is the difference between 13 and 19 yeah, is huge. I know. And more than just, you know, slightly worse hair and slightly worse clothes, it's enormous. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he had a growth spurt early. I don't know. <sighs> <laughs> this is a conversation I had with our friend Linda recently where about a Godzilla movie where she was upset about what was it? Something about a plane hovering. And I was like, okay, so in real life, there are Harrier jets. Yeah. She's like, yeah, but they don't look like Harrier jets. I'm like, so the fact that a giant monster mutated <laughs> dinosaur is fighting a giant robot version of that mutated dinosaur is a-okay. She's like, now I see why you have a podcast. I'm like, that's exactly <laughs> what we talk about. Funny you should mention it. <laughs> like, well, I've had this discussion with Pat numerous Many times. times. And you tell her how my physics will not yeah. allow he's always like, space. Yeah, he's always like, oh yeah, you know, that monster just picked up a building and threw it, but it, submarine can't turn that quickly, you know? Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, so, fine. I didn't say it made sense. Yeah. So the news is talking about... Uh, these uh, tremors that are occurring out to sea, and that the, some fishermen are getting uh, are getting uh, what you call it, like uh, wobbly, wobbly and tingly from something. It. Right, and, and nobody can try to figure out. And why isn't G doing anything about it? And then uh, they're going, you can't do everything about everything. Yeah, and then the Walter Cronkite of Japan is like, well, I think it's because of a monster. And she's like, why would you say that? He's like, because that's what I think, and that's what it is. You know, yeah, like, you should superior newsmanship <laughs> and experience. And she's like, eh. and that's when where I went science. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he's got. Yeah. That's, hold on. There you go. Science. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even look. That was. I got that in the right spot. It was right over the head. Oh. Damn it! <laughs> I just disproved my point. But this, the newscaster. I went right away with, he's just saying it because of science. Yeah, because why else? Why not? <laughs> the same reason in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, everything is because of the Hellmouth. Yes, yes, the same exact <laughs> The first of Ultraman, radiation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. So, um, after being chased by the store clerk, he ends up at the park, um, and then after Laiha, oh, um, Riku runs into the Moa. Right. Well, he's walking around with Lai, and he's like, boy, it's great not having Peg around. She's like, dude, even you know you don't believe that. And he's like, right. yeah. Well, he, just, he just goes super moping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... So, uh, and now we're going to walk around the park trying to look for Pega. Yeah, so she convinces him, you got to find him. He's your friend. And uh, he saves him from being crushed by the... Um, the giant a gorilla. Right. Uh now the Gubilas appears and has developed a little star. Right, and, and they're that, like, that oh. shocks the somehow that little star is shocking people because that's the power it's giving Gubila. Yeah, like it's it's making him like shoot little lightning bolts, yellow juice out of his blowhole. Well, see the the thing was, if we're gonna go with the little star, it gives you some sort of stupid little power. Yeah. Gubila can shock people. That's just what yeah. you have to go because it shoots this stuff out of him like he. He, he expels, like, this golden... Oh, I can't say that. He expels a yellow shower of... I can't... I'm not going it. I'm not doing it. You want You're to doing so it, badly. You're doing it, and I'm not doing it. So, uh... You can say it. He expels yeah. a golden shower. Yes. So... <laughs> I don't know. So, and then it, it shocks people. 
in one of both ways. Um, like I said, <laughs> it, it, everybody else that has a little star gets some sort of weird power. So Gabila shocking people is not surprising yeah, it's in not the weird. universe. It's not that strange. Like, what? I wonder what the big fat guy had. <laughs> I like that. I miss that guy. I want that guy to come back. I yeah, want him to be in to more episodes. He, but they already got rid of his little star, so it's, he was just a. I just want him to be like a tag-along. I want him to be like the guy that shows up and just keeps cheering Gene on because he's a fan now. He's got a shirt. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, God, no. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Um, so, um, to, to make matters worse, uh, Kay appears as the Padanium Zeton and attempts to kill the Kabila. Because he wants the little to kill, He wants to kill it. He's trying to snuff it out. Like, right, and somehow you're trying to figure out, does killing the thing automatically give you the little star? I don't so know. I'm not sure, but Maybe. we got to go with that. That's what we're going to go. Yeah, exactly. Riku becomes Jean um, and... Uh, Saves Kabila. By the way, the Superman fly that Riku does when he saves it's Pega super. is so great. Like he just comes in from the side of the screen, like <laughs> knocks and, him out of the way. Yeah, just gets him out of the way, and then gets hit by whatever Zeton is shooting yeah. at Kabila. Yeah. So then Zeton uh, starts, you know, firing off. He becomes G, starts duking it out, then assumes Royal Mega Master form uh, because uh, Padanium Zeton is a is a tough guy. So he uses strategy to counter Jean until uh, Kabila paralyzes him. Well, and he also used, and I wrote them all down, a specium flasher, right, which right, did right. nothing. From Jack, right? The Vulcan spark. Somehow Zeton had a Pretty shield. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, the, Zeton's always had that. that right, the shield that, that like, goes around. Uh, uh, geodesic. That's the word I was looking for. And then the, he tried to use the slugger spark, and he dodges. Yeah, so oh, he, he starts, dodges from point to point. Yeah, to point he starts to point to point. Uh, like instantly teleporting. It's yes, it's very effective, and it's not helping uh, Ultraman Jeet out. Also, he is just lighting the city up again. And it doesn't look like they've repaired everything from the last time. No, no. And you think? I mean, usually when you see these things, they have repaired the city quickly. Yeah. On this one, there is some damage from the last tons poster fight. Tons of it. By the way, it's got to be good work being a contractor. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, you have work constantly. Yeah. yeah. They're like, all right, I just finished that building. Hold on. Oh, I got to finish this building again. <laughs> hey. That building. Here I am. Hey, but, yeah, because uh, Zetom throws uh, Jeed into a building. And in they have some nice building damage. No, he just they flattens really it. Do. Flattens it. Um, and there's so much stuff going on in the foreground of tiny cars and bicycles and, and like you said, newspaper you, machines. You and can see everything, including like small weird print on the on the on like a little little like a, like a community bullet uh, board. Yeah, yeah. Like a not sandwich, that we can like a read sandwich. The thing, no, of course not. It's there. Yeah, it's insane the amount of detail in this thing. And I know we say that constantly, guys, but. It, is it really, really is impressive. How like much it they put never into gets old. On the on the miniatures. But I like when you can see a prop that you've seen before. Like you're like, oh, that. I've seen that hot dog stand before. Yeah, and I, and like, you I know they can use it more than once. Of course, because hot dog stands are all over the place. Yeah. Like, those tiny little bags of garbage are tiny little bags of garbage. Everyone throws something out. <laughs> But, like, you just go, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Like, I love the fact, I, it, it tickles me to think that you know, over in Subaru, there's a cabinet of... Just tiny stuff. Little stuff that you can be like, all right, let's put a bike, uh, some garbage, and, and a uh, newsstand, then we'll be... Fire hydrant. Like, okay, <laughs> you're done. That's terrific. 
Um, and you know it's got to be organized so that way you yeah. can find it quickly. Yeah. And they go, it's got like big, big, big drawers and stuff. Ooh. <laughs> I want to go to Subaraya and, and Just look take at the a tour. Drawers of stuff. Can I take a tour? I don't know if that's possible. From what I understand, you can tour Subaraya. That would be cool. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. yes, that I could see. If any of you guys are listening and you want us to come over and tour, um, we're happy to do it. Buy us a ticket. Yeah, that's it's, what I'm saying. I'm it's hinting, not like we can do that. I'm obliquely hinting. No, not obliquely. You're directly hinting. Buy us a ticket. I'm trying to save some face here. Yeah, we need. Uh, if you guys want to fly us over and give us a tour, and we'll talk the hell out of it about that on the We're podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you have no idea how much in we are. So, um. Uh, Mega Master is losing, uh, and how? Right. Until uh, Gubila shocks Zeton in the back somehow, yeah, and gives then, him the golden shower again. Right, gives him the golden shower, <laughs> and then wishes for Ultraman to get his little star somehow because it, wait, that's just how. I it think works. you just have to wish it away. You just want right. to wish it away, and if there's an Ultraman there, he can glom it. <sighs> so he gets the form of Zafi. Right. And he gives the Zoffy capsule, and then he uses the it just uh, vertical spark. Vertical spark, yeah, from to slice uh, the Zeton. Yeah, it's nice. In what looks like half, but they never really show them separated. And they just fall straight backwards and explode into a kajillion pieces. Right, and like you said, that they use little pieces of monster that they had to purposely make just to throw yeah, it to the you air. see a couple antlers go and this and that. <laughs> and what I loved is every time he knocks Zeton over. The monster gets up like Nosferatu, just straight up like he's on a board. Yeah, absolutely. Which is terrific. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's just such a nice... Because every time... Every other monster they knock over, you see... Yeah, you see the guy actually working on oh, getting up with God. the whole suit. Yeah. This guy is just from flat, straight right. up. Yeah. No stopping, no... Convenience. Yeah. 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 It's very convenient. Um, so soon after that, Kubila returns to the sea... Uh, while Riku and Pega renew their friendship. Um, right. Pega says, uh, I'll go buy you that clock. He goes, no, I'd rather you fix the old one if you can. And then Pega, in our touching moment, oh, says, God. is the shadow still available? Yeah, and is your Riku shadow still says, vacant? You know, I wasn't going to let anybody Come else on. in it. And you're Come sitting on. there going, oh, okay. How That's sweet. That? that is super sweet. It's corny as hell. Oh, absolutely, but it is sweet. Oh, it's just like, <laughs> come on, you guys. That's nice. Um... And it's because it's, I think it's the way he says it is your shadow still vacant. Like it's so formal. Yes. You know? yes. Um, well, because you have to be formal. You work Japanese. Yes, that's right. Or Japanese adjacent, as the case of, uh, <laughs> as the case of Pega. Right. Um, so uh, the, he fixes the non giant clock. Um, and all is well in the world. Yeah, now K resolves to get, take the dark. Uh, Lugial and alien and pure capsules from AIB at the end because he's determined the monsters in his arsenal are just not, not doing the enough, job. Yeah. Obviously, if King can beat all of them, I gotta get even stronger. That's monsters. right. So, uh, monster minutes, real quick, you guys. Uh, I wonder if there's a, any update for Patanium. No, no, no. They went on Zeton here. I think it was Ace, who's 40 meters and 45,000 tons, and then on Gubila, who's 50 meters. 35,000 tons and has a drill on his nose. That's right. Uh, let's see. But I mean, they weren't really long on the monster minutes for this one because they showed a slightly longer preview to next week's Repossession, right. which is the title of the episode. Right. And that's uh, okay. So Gabila 
we've already covered Gabriela originally Enough. from yeah. but uh, with uh, he's got a little star which holds the power of an ultra warrior um, his of course was Zafi he also has a paralyzing spray he was able to spray a golden energy that was see spray would yeah. have been better than shower no golden but shower I could is much not funnier. I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> think of it it's a, it's a shame when you can't figure a word out and no it like, makes it funnier please. well sure that <laughs> of course of course that of you know come on now um, so what do you think of this one um, it wasn't bad I mean the kids loved it the kids right. liked the damage of the building they did like that. And they, they're now getting used to the show more and more. And I've tried to say, well, we can go back and watch other episodes. And, no, no, no. We're not just going to watch the new episodes. I'm yeah. Like, I'm not going to make them watch it because then that would be wrong. Right. Don't you want to see how it starts? Yeah, no, they really don't. They, I would think that Zach alone would be like, I need to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's, he's good just on Wikipedia being like, there's so much. <laughs> oh, God, there's so much. And they now want to know what the next show is going to be. Yeah, we don't know, dude. And I told them that. I said, we have no idea. But we're probably going to go back to X yeah. until the new show comes up. Yeah, so, so start them with X. to see Ultraman X on the um, Crunchyroll. Yeah, it's on there. Just I type just in Ultraman X and yeah. it's there's many, 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 many series. Okay. But yeah, th that's all you need to do is uh, just type in Ultraman X or just Ultraman. It'll give you all the list of all the ones that are on there. Oh, okay. I'll have to try that yeah. later on. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, starting with that, I think that's a good, plus they get to be introduced to Dr. Goromon. Right. And I mean, it, like I said. I miss Dr. Goromon. It was fun. <laughs> but they, I mean, this wasn't a wham bam episode. You could see that they were trying to. wham bam -ic. I like that. You could see that they're trying to save up for the next bigger episodes yeah. and the end of the series. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why you get a reused monster suit in the form of Ultraman, uh, or of a. Uh, Zeton and Kubila. Right. They didn't throw a lot at this episode right. because they know they have more that they want to throw at the next few episodes. Wait, which four more? Good with. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> want the show to end on a good note. And then go so right into the movie. Go right into the movie. So I'm good with that. And you know, so therefore, I have to allow it to have its slower, One. not whole heck of a lot going on episodes. Yeah, four more episodes. Starting with Repossession, Repossession. next week. Yes. Yeah. And that one looks like it's going to be a really good episode. Yeah, we don't showed the monster some new for monster. a split second that we don't know who it is. So, and then after that, there's only three more before the end of the series. That's right. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. So, yeah, it's good stuff. So, um, by the time you've heard this, the contest will be over. Right, and we will and have, we'll have announced winners more than likely. No, we'll announce the winners next week because it'll be the. Either next week or the week after, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Well, this is irrelevant to be doing on the podcast itself because they'll be like, "You did it already, you dummies!" Like, God, tour. It's okay. Ah. We didn't say we were smart. You two dinguses, everybody. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that is about it as far as that goes. Um, I wanted to do a podcast recommendation for all you podcast people. Well, I tried listening to No Such Thing as a Fish. I you can't to, do it? I couldn't do it. All right, no, I tried fine. three different episodes, and I'm sitting there going, yep, yeah, it's not catching me. That happens. Now, I listened to the most recent episode of uh, Time Suck yeah. on 
731, the Japanese experiments. Yeah. Oh my God, is that dark? Okay. It is incredible. I kind of don't. I'm kind of off of him right now, just because he's so long and involved. I think it's because it's only one person, so there isn't two people that kind of back and forthing it. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no. It's that's what sets the dollop apart from it is that yeah, Gareth is riffing off it. Gareth yeah. is just aghast at everything. <laughs> everything he's yeah. saying. Everything it, I, he's like, oh no, no, Dave, don't tell me that. No, no. But I mean. If you think the easiest way to put it, and it's the only way to put it, that the concentration camps in Germany were god awful, oh dear God, and don't want to hear more, don't listen to this episode. All right, there if you go. If you want to hear that the Japanese were just as bad, listen to this oh, episode because yeah. they were worse. Yeah, amazingly. Yeah, um, which is why they're making up for it now with Ultraman. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> they're giving us such great stuff. I know that's insensitive. That is absolutely insensitive, but that's terrible. ridiculously funny. But uh, I'm going to go with Heroes 3. Uh, Heroes 3 podcast, Adventures in Asian Cinema. It's on the Marcato Brothers Network. It's three friends who are just talking about... Um, they review classic and modern uh, Asian martial arts films. Okay. And... Um, just it's a real deep dive on stuff. Episodes run about an hour and a half. Um, they've gone to do uh, Snake and Eagle Shadow, Magnificent Butcher, uh, Wheels on Meals, Come Drink with Me, Crouching Tiger, um, and Once Upon a Time in China is their newest episode. There are only ten episodes in, guys. So get in on the ground floor of Heroes Three, the Heroes Three podcast. Um, you can look that up on your podcast listening thing of choice. Subscribe it. Now, don't forget to subscribe and rate and, and review us. And love us. We need love. We are good guys. We yeah. really think we are. We <laughs> of course we would. We're, I'm sure Lex Luthor thinks he's fantastic. You know, like, I don't know why Superman keeps wanting to kick my butt so much. I'm an all right guy. But, uh, okay, so I think that's enough for this week. Um, clocking in at a short episode this week, but that's okay. These yeah. things happen. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. Deep dive on anything crazy like normal. No, it wasn't. It didn't really need it. So, uh, all right, guys. We'll see you in another week. Uh, Sally Forth. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. Terminalsunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.